Hello and welcome to Haters Below Par Podcast. I'm your host, Dick Nixon. We've got a pretty interesting show for you all today. I'm going to go over a lot of different things here. I'm going to critique some great bourbon. We'll talk a little bit about the Aaron Rodgers saga, what the hell's going on there. Most importantly, though, we're going to talk about the draft, talk about the picks, go over what I think was done well, what was done bad. Uh, it's kind of like the airing of grievances draft, for instance, right? I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you get to hear about them. So hopefully we jump into this, right? Talk a little bit about your team, how your team did. Uh, today we got a great little bourbon in here. I'm really excited to try this one. We got a little Noah's Mill. Um, this is a blend of 12 and 6 year from the Willet Family Distillery. Uh, big fan of a lot of other Willet products that they do. This one's pretty uh, high proof here, 114.5. Uh, pretty hard to find, so I was really glad, uh, glad I was able to get a good bottle at a super discounted price to it. Retails for like 60 bucks, so like the high-proof stuff. Put some hair on your chest. We'll see how it goes, but let's try a little neat sample here. Oh, man. I'll tell you. Woo. All right. It's definitely got some heat to it, which is good. I like that. Um, a little bite. It's a little caramely. Not bad. Pretty good. Definitely warms your chest up. I'm sitting down here in the bar in the basement. Freezing cold day here today. It was like 45 degrees, rainy. Great day if you're a duck. Um, awful weather to have in May, but you know, fuck it. That's the way the seasons are. But all in all, this shit's pretty damn good. I'm going to continue to pour these pretty strong, make the podcast a little more interesting as we go on, but pretty good shit. Uh, I would definitely say if, uh, if I found it on the table, I would, uh, pour it again here. Hopefully let it sit out here during the uh, podcast. It'll open up a little bit. It's pretty good smell to it. All in all. Uh, that's some damn good shit. Kind of similar to uh, maybe, you know, some of your old Foresters, like your Prohibition style, your 1920s, that uh, that higher proof uh, stuff. Uh, if you're into that, which I am, you know, maybe similar to like a Peerless. Um, but you can definitely, it's a nice little blend. Uh, maybe a little book is a similar comparison, but pretty, uh, pretty awesome stuff. Uh, definitely glad to have gotten a bottle and uh, have a second one in reserve here so we can pour through this one and enjoy it. Wow. So let's talk a little bit about Aaron Rodgers, right? Motherfucker tries to steal. You know what? Let's just, I've gotten a couple ideas here. You know, Aaron Rodgers, this, this jabroni, right? Look, if Aaron Rodgers was on my team, I think he was the fucking greatest dude in the world. Razor, laser rocket arm, throwing completions, winning MVPs, dude's a freaking stud, hosting Jeopardy. But guess what? He ain't fucking on my team. So fuck that little fucking bitch. All right. Here's exactly what I think. I've come to the equation. I've put this mathematical problem together. I've realized that. Aaron Rodgers is fucking Taylor Swift. Not like fucking Taylor Swift, like he is fucking Taylor Swift. They're the same motherfucking person, right? They publicly want to come out and bitch and moan a little bit about their exes and how their ex is the root of all their problems, and they want to bitch about this. Oh, they did this, they did that. I mean, fucking Taylor Swift releases a new breakup song every two months. It's fucking a joke. All right? Aaron Rodgers dates all these chicks, breaks up with them, calls them out, has these drama publicly. Oh, I hate, this, I hate the Packers, but I play for the Packers. First off, man, didn't the Packers win like 12, 11 games this fucking year? I don't really see what the problem is. You're crying and bitching and whining about weapons. You got Devontae Adams out there. Dude's a stud. He's running routes. Clearly, you had a team that was capable of winning. If your coach, Matt LeFleur, hadn't kicked a stupid-ass field goal, you probably would have advanced in the playoffs. Who knows where you'd be right now? But no, he wants to come out the day before the draft and publicly bitch about, oh, I don't want to be on the Packers anymore. I want a new relationship. I want to be fucking great. 
Bro, you're Taylor fucking Swift. You're uber talented, but there's one common denominator with all these fucking problems and all these fucking breakups. It's you. Maybe you're the fucking issues. Quit being a prima donna. Oh, they cut my friend so-and-so Lebowski. Yeah, the dude's never fucking caught a pass. He's on the fucking payroll. Like, what do you want me to do, bro? He's not benefiting. Get rid of him. Right? He's all mad. They haven't taken weapons. They haven't done any of the shit. They've taken defense. Well, newsflash, man. If you have a stud-ass defense that can keep Pat Mahomes in question, that's how the fucking Tampa Bay just won the Super Bowl. Right? There's, there's a method to it. Now, I'm not saying that his GM is not an absolute fucking idiot. I completely 100% agree. Right? Like, if you've got Aaron Rodgers, you try to keep Aaron Rodgers happy. You don't just go out there and rightfully piss him off. I mean, you drafted Bryce Love, Drew Love, fucking Courtney Love. I don't know what that fucking dude's name is that's playing there. But some dude out of Utah State who had one good year two years ago and then regressed. And you're going to bring him in like, oh, hey, this guy's the heir apparent. Motherfucker, he's not even, he's starting for the practice squad. That means you're getting no reps with your backup. Like, I hope Aaron Rodgers sits the fuck out and fucks this other GM. I mean, I get why he's pissed. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you right now, I would much rather be pissed at management on a winning fucking football team than being Joe Burrow on my Cincinnati fucking Bengals, right? Where, oh, hey, not only do we have stu- – we have a coach who who's 12 years old. Like, I don't, he, he looked like he was Zach Wilson. Our coach and Zach Wilson might be the same motherfucking dude. Both guys look like they're trying to steal some – or, you know – Steal some booze from the local liquor store to sneak into prom. Like, hey, guys, I got two things at MD 2020 I hosted. Like, that's how they fucking look, dude. Dude's coached two games as a backup to Sean Payton, and now he's heir apparent to fucking Bill Belichick. Like, fuck this, dude. And then we got Mike Brown. I mean, don't even need something to Mike Brown. He's just a cheap-ass motherfucker. I mean, you got your dudes practicing outside in the elements. You can't build an indoor practice facility. I mean, fucking... South Central Northwest Arkansas has one. I'm pretty sure the Bobby Boucher and the Mud Dogs practice in an indoor facility fucking in it boondocks Louisiana. I just don't get it. But Aaron Rodgers whines and cries and wants to do all these things, wants to say all these things, right? That's exactly what Taylor Swift is. Let me publicly hold a grudge against people and make sure that everyone can publicly hear about it, right? There's, like, I don't get it. I, I, I find it weird. But it also shouldn't be, you know, too surprised by this. I think it's the last three-time MVPs, the last three, three-time MVPs. Now, you'd have to say, I think it's Roger Starback, uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and, or, and I know Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. The last three times you've had a three-time MVP, which Aaron Rodgers is going to fall into that, falls into that. They've never finished on the same team they started with, right? Peyton had his Super Bowl in Denver when you know he had a broken neck, and Von Miller single-handedly won that game for him. And then you got Tampa Bay Tom, right? Went down there. I can't really hate on Tom Brady. I mean, he did his thing down there. I mean, I hate the dude. He went to Michigan. I'm so sick of him winning, but. At a certain point, you got to look back and just be like, all right, man, like, dude freaking gets it. So, I don't know where Aaron Rodgers wants to go. Like, he's talked about, like, oh, hey, let's go to the Las Vegas Raiders. First of all, John Gruden, head case, man. Like, John Gruden, quarterback, wide route, spider, banana. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, the dude's so weird. And he goes by Chucky. Like, I don't even get it. I mean, I get it. He kind of looks like Chucky a little bit, but then you're playing for fucking – Al Davis Jr. or whatever that fucking dude is, and he's got a haircut that looks like my Amish fucking neighbors. I mean, I don't know if his name's Davis or Yoder out here. He's like, oh, you own a football team or a furniture store? Like, what the fuck? A stupid-ass haircut that bumps. When you have that much money that you own a franchise like the like the, the Las Vegas Raiders almost got me, I, you, you think you could have a barber? I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, get a fade. Dude's looking out here more dumb than the dude from the Elk and Elk commercial. He's got a comb over coming from the back of his fucking forehead. Like, it's terrible. It's just... I don't get it. Like, it's so, it's just, whatever. So, he wants to go there, right? He lists, they're talking about the Browns, man. The Browns give up Baker, Mayfield, and David and Joku and two first-round picks. Now, 
that's intriguing to me. I mean, I'm, I'm an Ohio guy. Um, I don't hate on the Browns. I mean, I'm a Bengals fan. I'm kind of jealous of the Browns because their team's finally got it together. But Baker Mayfield's got two more years on the cheap, right? He signed the extension. They exercised the fifth-year option on his ass. So from the Packers' standpoint, like, that's beneficial. You could get some talent. You could try to build around him. you got two more years on the cheap. But you got Aaron Rodgers for, let's say, three more years, maybe four years. Three of those years probably legitimately good. I mean, Odell Beckham coming back. If that second st- secondary stays, ha- you know, healthy, you got Jadavian Clowney, Miles Garrett up front. I mean, they've got wide receivers, tight ends, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Caldwell. They've got uh, Austin Hooper and whatever that other tight end they have. But man, with Aaron Rodgers and that offensive line, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Oh fuck me, dude! I, you know, it would piss off some people in Cleveland because I think Baker's really, in, you know, endeared himself to the city and become a, va- you know voice and face of that franchise their coaching staff Kevin Stefanski did a hell of a job should have been coach of the year last year and their GM whatever his name is that Harvard or Yale dude the guy is good man he gets talent and he ends up paying for it he is building a hell of a roster but bro I think I let Baker walk to get Aaron Rodgers in there with that running game and those outside weapons I mean dude you could put up points on points on points I mean, it would suck. I'd have to buy my girl a new jersey, get rid of the Baker Mayfield one that I bought her just to piss her off because she thought that he was going to be a bum going number one overall. But it looks like he's fucking legit. Um, all of those things being said, I mean, it's just it's nuts. Uh, I, I, I think there's some clearer options, right, you know. But the other question then becomes, if Aaron Rodgers bounces, look at that division. I mean, Minnesota – Kirk Cousins, I mean, he's a Band-Aid on a bullet hole, let's be honest. He, he's just good enough to be manageable, but he's never going to be amazing. I mean, Justin Fields in Chicago, I mean, ugh, look, he's going to get every opportunity there possibly is because Matt Nagy and whatever their dickhole GM is, their ass is on the line with this shit. This don't, you drafted Mitch fucking Trubisky, and then Jesus threw you some fucking manna from football heaven into your goddamn lap, and you got out of Mitch, and you got this, an actual weapon that can be worked with. I think there's some legitimate chance for this guy to possibly be, you know, really something amazing going forward. And, you know, so, man, you know, I talk about that. I mean, what, you got Detroit. What are they going to be? I mean, there's a bunch of teams with a bunch of needs, but, you know, just – it pisses me off when these guys come out and they bitch and moan about fucking, oh, I hate the franchise I'm on. I hate this. Look, Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, props to the man, kept his mouth fucking quiet playing in Detroit. I mean, Detroit, once Calvin Johnson left, and he was at the height of his prime like Barry Sanders and just said, fuck this dumpster fire. I'm out. I'm sick and tired of busting my dick for a fucking team that isn't going to go after anybody, can't pick a coach like – from a wedgie, they got no fucking problems, you know, not investing in the product, so he fucking left, but then you got Matt Stafford, who's out here fucking breaking ribs, breaking jaws, playing with dislocated this, dislocated that, and shows up every fucking day, head down, ready to work, first one in, last one out, giving everything he can for the other fucking dudes on the field, and that motherfucker gets traded, but he goes about it quietly, he goes to them, asks for a release, doesn't make it public, does a nice parting gift for the, for, you know, for the city. No, Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, they didn't grab the wide receiver. I never will play here again. Like, motherfucker, there's like 34 other, or I mean, maybe 22 other teams that pass on your ass in the draft. You're also the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Like, that's pretty legitimate. Like, you guys have, what, five, four, five, six Super Bowls trophies in that motherfucker? Vince Lombardi, I mean, 
there's worse things in the world than being the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers could. You can be the quarterback of the Cincinnati fucking Bengals. That's a hell of a lot. Look what happened to Joe Burrow, right? I, I just, the public whining, the putting the tweet out there, the saying all this, oh, and then, like, coming out saying, like, oh, I don't want to play unless the GM gets fired. Like, dude, what new GM wants to come in then? What if they come in and they look at the situation, they're like, oh, fuck, man, we suck at corner. We should draft a corner. They draft a fucking corner. They, there's the need isn't always just offense, offense, offense. Like, don't get me wrong. You, the, a secondary wi- weapon for Aaron Rodgers would be fucking great, but doesn't mean there can't be free agency. You can't have someone picked up, waivers, other shit that happens. I don't fucking know. I mean, there's just opportunities every time to be able to do these type of things, and it just pisses me the fuck off when I hear all this shit from these guys, and it's like, dude, you're a quarterback for a winning program. If you were on a losing team, dysfunctional franchise. Like, when did a year... T- I mean, he won the MVP. They, they've been to championship quarterfinals. You know, they played for, you know, title games and all that stuff. And, I mean, he's won a Super Bowl there. That's, that's a franchise operating in a way that most people or a lot of people in the NFL would die to play for. I, I just... It befuddles me. And to do it publicly. Like, fucking... That's why you pay a fucking agent. What the fuck's your agent getting paid for? Like, give me that job. Hey, Aaron, go sink your own ship. Light your own fires negotiate your own fucking trade, but pay me 20%. Like, I chose the wrong career. Let me tell you. Over here trying to make a couple bucks on a podcast, hoping to get sponsored by some bourbon company. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen with my three followers, and the two of you are probably tuned in for episode number two. It's all right, though. As long as I cannot cancel it, I'm doing the right thing. So, all right. Ah, man. All right, so that, uh, that bourbon opens up a little bit the more it sits out here in the air. Is nice getting a little caramely, a little bit more sweeter notes to it, but it's definitely good. Good heat though, man. I like the feel. Put a little drop of water in there to really open that up. It'd be awesome. All right, so let's dive into the draft. Right, the NFL draft happened the other day. We're going to talk about the first two days. Um, you know, kicked off Cleveland, great host city. Uh, the, old, the whole chair thing was a little weird. Don't really understand why all that was happening, but you know, Roger Goodell, he's kind of a goofball. Although Roger Goodell. Decently sized guy, like, right? You would have thought maybe he had, you know, O-lineman, D-lineman back in his career, but he probably went to some all-boys preparatory school and, you know, was playing pitch and catch behind the uh, barn, if you know what I mean. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I got no you know, no woge bombs or anything like that on that information. But So, Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Brand-new coach, Urban Meyer down there. Their strength coach, Anthony Schlegel, one of my favorite guys to listen to on the radio, props to Schlegs when he was out there. But Urban Meyer comes in, you know, reshapes everything. You got Shad Khan trying to reinvest in this city. They got the number one pick. You know, he's moving things, first time in the pros. You know, all in all, I think Urban will be fine. I think he's a smart enough guy to act as a CEO, put people in places of power around him that can be successful. I think all of those things are tools that he is very familiar with. I mean, look at where he was. Florida was great. He has left a powerhouse at Ohio State with an infrastructure in place that has allowed Ryan Day to, what, go to two college football playoffs and only lose two games, one of them being a national title. That's an impressive thing to, uh, to take in. But, you know, Urban Meyer now inherits what is a franchise that was so bad. Several years ago, the NFL Players Association was telling players not to sign with Jacksonville. The fact that the NFLPA, who protects the players, had to step in and publicly criticize a franchise for how bad they treated players, that's a hot mess to inherit. So he comes in, right? What's he do? He gets, he gets the Jacksonville Jaguars had the first pick, right? They take Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson. Whoop-de-doo, Wow. 
really saw that one coming. I mean, just don't understand. Not a lot of parody in that, which is fine, right? Not really a big deal. Um, Trevor Lawrence, by all accounts, number one overall pick. I mean, look, I'm I am not a Clemson guy. Um, you know, but Sunshine, he can sling a rock. He's pretty good. I mean, he torched my team with his legs two years ago. Um, really showed athleticism that I didn't necessarily know he possessed. So pretty impressed with that. I, by all accounts, as long as they can protect him, that's the real truth, right? What are they going to do with him behind center, right? If they can keep him upright, Marvin Jones Jr. there to throw to. They got that uh, whatever dude it is from Wake Forest that's pretty fast that came in last year. They've got some ability. Their running game's pretty strong. So uh, by all accounts, I think Trevor Lawrence will do fine as long as you can protect him. It's just the key to key to any young quarterback. Keep him upright. He can learn. He'll process. Two-year rebuilding thing. I think they could, you know, they could possibly be an attractive place for some, uh, some, you know, free agents next year. So next we got the New York Jets. All right, the New York Jets are about as one of the dumpster fire franchises you could have. Management, coaches, I mean, what do they have? Adam Gase, it should have been Adam Gaze. That dude had crazy eyes like that guy from Mr. Deets that eats the pizza with the fucking Oreos and shit on it. Like, you can't tell if he's looking right or looking left and you're looking right at him. Like, that fucking dude is weird, bro. Like, it looks like some drugs, like not even good drugs, like huffing paint behind the Home Depot, you know, after hours. Not good. But the Jets go through and they draft, you know, Zach Wilson. First off, terrible pick or horrible. Now, I'm glad they drafted Jack, uh, Zach Wilson because that meant my guy, Justin Fields, didn't go there, okay? Zach Wilson, is he 12? I mean, I, he looks like he should be riding his bicycle to my house, knocking my door and talking to me about the wonderful worlds of Jehovah Witnesses. Like, what the fuck this 12-year-old little fucking punk? Also... Nobody, I mean, I don't know anyone other than Brigham Young as fucking self. Whoever heard of Zach Wilson before this year? A one-year COVID wonder, playing a bunch of bum-ass teams with no offseason. I mean, Coastal Carolina took him. I'll give him credit. It went to the last play. They intercepted the ball. But the dude really didn't do anything. I mean, look, BYU's got some legitimate quarterbacks in the history. I mean, Steve Young was a dog. You got, you know, McMahon and uh, one of them won a fucking Heisman. Was a, I can't even remember his name, but he was slinging it around in the early – Early to midnight, Cade McNown, probably I think that's who it was. Um, but you had some guys, you know, were pretty good there. That's that's all right. I mean, I get the hype. The Jets buy into hype. It's New York, they do it. The problem is that, you know, if Zach Wilson could be a stud, the Jets will kill him, they'll ruin his career, and they'll trade him to some second some second round or second tier team for an eighteenth overall pick in a draft three years from now. I mean, look at Sam Darnold. Look at everybody else. I mean, last time they made the playoffs, Brett Favre was there. I mean, I guess Mark Sanchez had a legit defense. They won they won some playoff games, but that franchise is a dumpster fire. I mean, it's terrible. It's turnover, and they just ruin guys' careers. So I feel bad for him. But the good news is he's only like twelve, so he'll probably have a pretty long career. All right, another drink here. All right, so now we got San Francisco, right? The 49ers. trade up to get this shit. This is where some intrigue starts, right? You think, oh man, what are these guys going to do? What are they going for? What are they going to draft? And Kyle Shanahan, pretty smart guy. I mean, pretty young dude. John Lynch, by all accounts, he's had a great – he's been a great GM. I mean, look at their defensive line, the way it's set up, what we have available there. There's just some fantastic pieces he's put together to build a dominant-ass franchise. I mean, they're a season removed from being in a Super Bowl when they got, like, just riddled with fucking injuries. And then what do they do? They go out and draft Trey Lance, North Dakota State what a bonehead move. The dude played one game last year. He's thrown like 12 passes. He 
literally has a season, not even a season and a half, maybe two seasons of even playing quarterback. He's thrown like a fucking total of 12 passes in his career. The tape, I just, I don't get it. Look, I FCS, FCS, FBS, whatever the fuck they're called. I don't know, fucking second-tier college football. Quarterbacks. He's not going to be Steve McNair at Alcorn State. That's not who he is. His name wasn't associated with the Heisman. He's just, he, the learning curve, the difference in the game. I mean, look at Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz had one great season and then became some whiny, whiny prima donna little bitch because he was spoiled at North Dakota State thinking, oh, I'm the guy on campus. Oh, I can Ben Roethlisberger bitches in the fucking bathroom at the local club and no one says anything. And the dude gets to the pros. He has one good year, gets hurt, and then fucking finds out, like, look, this shit ain't going to fly. You're no longer king of the roost. Some fucking backup was Super Bowl MVP in a city where they haven't had a Super Bowl in years. So what do you think fucking happened? He whined and cried his way to all to Indy and – Fucking landed in a really good situation by all accounts, to be honest with you. Indy's got a pretty damn good roster. But you come through, you see this, just fucking, just a turd, whatever. Bad move, inexperienced quarterback, no bueno, okay? Just no bueno. He just, it's, he, I, you know, right there, Trey Lance. That's what I give the pick. Number four, you got Kyle Pitts. Not much to talk about, dude's a freak tight end. Atlanta Falcons got a quarterback, quarterback serviceable. You don't find a trade partner for him, whatever. Kyle Pitts is fantastic. Next, we get to the Cincinnati Bengals and Jamar Chase. All right, listen. Jamar Chase, stud. I get it. Good fucking wide receiver, but Penny Sewell. Did you not see what happened to Drew? Or, I'm sorry, would not happen to Joe Burrow. His knee exploded in seven directions. It looked like the scene in fucking, what is it? Armageddon where the guy's like, put your hand around a firecracker and watch it explode. That was Joe Burrow's fucking knee. They drilled a hole in the asteroid. Ben fucking Bruce Willis died when Joe Burrow's knee got hit. <laughs> Done. Terrible. But no, we drafted Jamar Chase. Why? Because they were teammates together. We also drafted a dude who wore sunglasses at 9.30 at night on Cleveland outside. I, I don't get it. He looked like he needed a cane to find the commissioner. One of those ones with the red tip, back and forth, back and forth. Oh, there you are, commissioner. It, Jamar Chase is great. Joe Burrow, get him another weapon. We have a dangerous receiving core. Newsflash. With a good line, you protect your quarterback. With a good line, Joe Mixon excels. We already have Higgins. We have Boyd. You could find another guy in the second round, right? You could have taken a decent second, a decent receiver in the second round that could add another weapon to this, but you would open up the run game with Mixon, who's also very valuable in the pass game. Protect Joe Burrow. Also, hey, maybe tell Joe, hey, we're going to make an investment in keeping your ass upright this year because you got beat around like a fucking ragdoll. Dude got beat around more than a fucking the wieners on a middle school boy. Fucking, ugh, dude, terrible. All right. And then what happened after that? You got number six, you got Jalen Waddle. All right, Jalen Waddle, speedster, fast, return game. You got Tua down there. By all, I mean, you're pretty good. Miami did a pretty good, pretty good draft. Like, I don't, I don't really have an issue with this at number six, uh, mainly because the wide receiver you probably wanted was just taken by the Bengals, and your offensive line, by all accounts, isn't too bad. Then you got Detroit, Penny Sewell, great value, awesome. Dude might be the most surefire Hall of Famer in the draft. He's a fucking big man. I know what guys think. They're like, oh, I don't know about offensive linemen from Oregon. They played that speed game shit. Dude, Chip Kelly ain't there anymore. These guys ain't running snaps like they were before. This dude is a man. He is a wall. So I think that's good. Next, you got Jace Horn from cornerback uh, South Carolina. I mean, look, he's an NFL lineage, right? It's all good. I think he pays, plays with a chip on his shoulder. I think it's a pretty good pick. You also got, you know, Sam Darnold. I don't know why your quarterback would be that, but, you know, great. Patrick Sertan, cornerback Alabama, pretty good. I don't really have a problem with him. Stays healthy. He'll be valid for the Don- or solid for the Don- Denver Broncos. 
I'm kind of surprised by this pick, though. I mean, their quarterback situation still sucks balls. I mean, all Drew Locke did was blow winnable games. He's like, oh, we got to win. Blew that. Like, he's just terrible. I mean, Drew Locke's performances all year. That's how they felt at the end of every game, because Drew Locke would just blow it. It's terrible. Then you got Devontae, Devontae Smith, um, wide receiver Alabama. Look, if, if you really think that, you know, your quarterback you have right now is going to be able to do anything, I mean, he's mobile, all those things. I don't know if Jalen Hurts is the long, long-term answer, but Devontae Smith, the Slim Reaper, that dude – he carved up Ohio State in that game. Now, granted, we had Sean Wade on him. Sean Wade, oh, I'm going to hold out. Uh, he should have held out, bro. He went in the sixth fucking round. What a pathetic ass. It's all right. Can't play outside. He'll be a good slot corner, but he ain't going to make what he thought he was going to make. But I think Devontae Smith is a legit grab, and if you think that hurts is the guy, you gave him a weapon. Now, next we got 11. Steal of the draft. Justin Fields is by far the second-best quarterback in there. And now I know what people are going to think. Like, oh, you're just an Ohio State fucking homer. Yeah, I'm a fucking Ohio State fucking homer. But I'm also not fucking blind. I know how to watch goddamn film. The guy lost two games, gets off a second read, carved up Clemson like a fucking Christmas ham all over the field, throwing balls, throwing bombs. He's got a beautiful deep arm. He runs a 4-4 fucking 40. He's 217 pounds. He's 6'3". What What the fuck else do you want? I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand how the dude just dominates everything, runs, athletic, and pass. People are like, well, he doesn't have a good work ethic. Motherfucker, he petitioned the Big Ten to have football. He was the most vocal motherfucker about wanting to play. I just don't understand. People are like, you got Mel Kuyper. Someone else like, oh, he wants to play baseball. What the, play baseball? He went on the fucking Ohio State baseball team. The Ohio State coach said, I've never even spoken to Justin Fields. Like, what the fuck is this? This is just bullshit. But props to the Bears moving up, getting Justin Fields. They have been a quarterback fucking, you know, death yard, just a graveyard for him. And, you know, the fact that he's there now, I think he's pretty legit. I think they have a great chance. And his coach and his GM's ass is on the line with his success. So he's going to get every rep, every option, everything. They are holding on their beta breath. But if I was Chicago, I'd be like, finally, fucking serviceable quarterback. You, you got us Mitch Trubisky, who played one year at North Carolina and hadn't done dick. This is Ohio State. This is a kid who was playing Clemson, playing Alabama, competing for national championships, winning Big Ten championships, being player of the year, getting silver footballs. I mean, I don't know what else you want but a winner. All right, well, I'll get off it. Micah Parsons to the Cowboys. Great pick. Great pick. Micah Parsons is a stud. Dude's a freak athlete. You needed help at linebacker. You've been hurt. You had Sean Lee retire. Great pick. Chargers. Rashawn Slater. All right, look. Justin Herbert looked legit last year, so you got to protect him. He was good. That Slater kid is, is really good. He did a fantastic job two years ago blocking Chase Young when we played him. He's mobile. He's athletic. He's big. He's strong. I, I see nothing wrong with this. You're making an investment in the quarterback you clearly saw last year that what can, is more more than serviceable. You're protecting him. I think it's fantastic. Uh, New York Jets, Elijah Vera Tucker. Look, I mean, yeah, you you drafted the you know Jehovah Witness in first round. Why not protect him? So I can't I can't get mad at a guy. You know, good. I mean, if you're going to get a young quarterback, what better way to help a young quarterback than put a big body in front of him? I don't really know much about AVT. I don't watch USC. I mean, their whole conference was like, oh, we're going to start late. We're, we're weird. But whatever. Then you got Mac Jones. First of all, let's talk a little bit about Mac Jones because this fucking shit pisses me off. All this shit comes out about Justin Fields not wanting to fucking play 
or not want to practice, not that bought in. Where the fuck was Mac Jones' shit about his two fucking DUIs he got at Alabama when he was first got there? You want to talk about irresponsible, bad decision-making, can't get off a read? No, he got read his rights. That's what he could read. All right? I just don't get it. Like, that shit doesn't even come out because they don't even talk about him. Also, also, I saw a picture of Mac Jones at the National Championship with his shirt off and a cigar. There, that bot, He looked like... Dude, it literally looked like a bowl of pudding spread across, like just chunky little flabby. It brought me back to the picture of Tom Brady from the sixth round. This is the most Bill Belichick quarterback ever. Bill can walk up after he throws a touchdown, poke him in the belly. He'd be like, woohoo, right? The fucking little doughboy, dude. He, yes, <laughs> the athletic, the less, the, I cannot believe that a quarterback at Alabama looks like he's never hit the weight room. Like, he looks like the kid at the pool who puts on a swim shirt. Because he's a little bit sensitive about his moves, right? I just, <laughs> I, whatever. I mean, look, by all accounts, Mac Jones is going to work perfect in this system. Good get for the Patriots. They didn't have to move up to get him. He's going to dink and dunk and do all that little stupid shit that Bill Belichick does that frustrates everybody. But, you know, whatever. Cool. Cardinals, Zavin Collins, Tulsa. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no fucking clue who this dude is. I don't watch Tulsa fucking football. Um, so, Cool. The Ra- Raiders, Alex Leatherwood. All right, first off, dope-ass name for a football player, Leatherwood. Like, that's pretty good. Um, what a fucking reach. This dude had a second-round grade from everyone. I, I, you heard Mel Kuyper on the show. He's like, Todd, 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 Todd. Right? All that fucking stupid-ass shit. This dude had a second-round grade. I don't know why Mike Mayock and the Raiders try to think that they're the smartest guy in the room when they literally could have a legitimate, talented roster, but they do this stupid-ass shit all the fucking times. So, whatever. Then you got Jalen Phillips. I don't know. Defensive end Miami. You know what I really want to ask this dude, Phillips? I want to be like, yo, hey, where's my boy? Where's my Casey, my, my boy Casey's dude, Tate Martell? Where the fuck is that guy? He ran out from three programs. He transferred again. I don't know. All I can remember is when my boy was literally like, hey, dude, Tate Martell going to win a Heisman. He's the man. I'm like, bro, he's a bum. Here he is out here. Fourth team in four years. Dude has more jobs than a temporary from, you know, Avenco. But I don't know much about Leatherwood or Phillips. Why? Because Miami kind of stink. Not that great. Although the run on guys that I don't fucking know is about to keep going, too. Then you got Jamie and Davis, Kentucky. I, I Did he play basketball? Oh, no. Okay, he didn't. Oh, my bad. Well, then I don't know who the fuck he is either. Uh, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, sure. I mean, I bet he's probably good. Florida's had a legit program. All I know from Florida was Pitts. Like, I didn't watch it. I just know that. You know, we're going to get to somebody I do know from Florida here in a little bit. All right. Then you got Quiddy Pay, defensive end from Michigan. I, I wish I could say I know more about this. Two years ago when they were man enough and not pussy-ass scared to play us, um, he didn't really do much, and we kind of toasted him. Last year, their team was pretty terrible. He probably opted out. I wouldn't know the difference anyway. Well, I mean, they only showed up to two games, and then um, you know, not much. But by all accounts, it seemed like a pretty good grab. People were happy about it. I mean, so – yeah. All right, now Caleb Farley, quarterback, Virginia Tech. All right, this dude's pretty legit. Seemed pretty good and opt-out, kind of fell a little bit. I wish his name was Chris Farley. Be a fuck-ton cooler than a van down by a river, right? All that stuff. But by all accounts, he seems to be pretty good, a little bit more of a big body. Then you got Christian Darasaw, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. Once again, don't watch a lot of Virginia Tech football. If they had Michael Vick, I'd probably tune into that shit. Um, but whatever, OTs, tackles, can't have enough of them good. Yeah, Najee Harris, Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, look, I, they needed a running back. I hate the Steelers. I hope he fucking pulls a Kajana Carter and never plays, tears his knee. 
But that's terrible to say, but I'm a terrible person, so it is what it is. But All right, so Najee Harris, pretty good get, but first-round running backs. I mean, if he was Zeke, great. Saquon, okay. He's not, but it fills a hole, feels like a fit. And then we got Jacksonville. I don't understand Jacksonville with Travis Etienne. They have Robinson, a completely serviceable running back who's more than good. They brought in Carlos Hyde, who knows Urban, knows Urban's system, knows his work ethic. So you got a cruiser and you got a bruiser. But then you bring in Travis Etienne. Like, I know uh, Trevor Lawrence is like, oh, he's my best friend. Well, who the fuck cares, bro? This is a business, not fucking recess. But, I mean, I like Etienne. He's, he's, he can catch, he can run, he's played for a lot. But he's got a lot of miles on his tires. So we'll see. I mean, I know... Urban likes to have a lot of weapons, spread you out, but I don't know. I mean, that's college. This is this is the pros. So then you got Cleveland Browns with Greg Newsom the second. I think this is a really good pick. I mean, he's a big, tough dude. He had a great season. He's tall. He's not afraid to come up and hit. They need help in the secondary. I mean, you know, if 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 they could stay healthy on the outside with Denzel Ward, Denzel Ward's a lockdown guy. But then you got Delpit, who I don't even know if he played what two games last year. You got Greedy Williams, who knows what the fuck he's gonna be. You needed some help on the corner. I mean, they're they're a back end of a defense away from being really scary. I mean, Clowney, Garrett, that really opens up sense for your tackles. They can need a little help at linebacker, but that's secondary. I mean, if, if this guy pans out, they all stay healthy. The Browns could really make a mess. All right, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. Makes sense. Okay, he's got speed, he's got talent, he's got hands, he's a good route runner. They need help for Lamar. I mean, they've got to show that Lamar is a serviceable, passable quarterback because the dude will rip you up with his legs, but you got to give him some weapons. They didn't have a whole lot for him to catch the ball with last time, so pretty interesting there. All right, then you got Peyton Tucker going to Houston. Don't know who that fucker is. Eric Stokes, cornerback from Georgia, sounds good. Um, probably okay to the Green Bay Packers. Oh, wait, oh, Eric Stokes. Yeah, you're the dude who fucking got Aaron Rodgers all butt hurt. I bet you feel great. Everyone in the locker room probably hates Eric Stokes. They haven't even met him. Like, you're the motherfucker. You got Aaron Rodgers. Do you want to break up with us? It's like when your best friend in elementary school, like, is holding hands on the jungle gym with the girl that you like the best, and you're like, you motherfucker. See me on the football field to play some smear the queer. Like, this dude is the most hated guy in Green Bay right now. Like, right, Stokes is giving fans strokes. Now, Gar- Gregory Ru- uh, Rus- Russo, I don't fucking know what that name is. Hey, Rowan Gada, Godenhosa Rosenbaga, right? It's like that dude from um, rookie, of the, rookie of the Year, so crazy. I don't know who he is. Then you got Jason Owea, defensive end, Penn State, once again. Underwhelming. It's an all right pick. I mean, it's Baltimore Ravens again. I I trust them what they do on defense. They've always have a solid defense. That franchise has ran pretty well, so not too bad there. And then you got Joe Tyron, linebacker, Washington. I don't really know who a lot of these people are. Can't really say that I think it's great. Um, all I can speak about is the Bengals. I think the Jets, by all accounts, they did okay in the first round. They probably won the first round as far as who's the best. Jets and the the uh, oh, definitely the um, the Bears, right? The Bears got Justin Fields, huge need. Um, but the fact that the Jets got, you know, an offensive lineman, and if they want that, if they think that's the quarterback of the future, sure. I mean, I don't think he's the quarterback of the future. I just can't get over the way he looked at the draft. And you have Mac Jones. Mac Jones looked at the draft. You see his fucking suit? That dude showed up like he was just got his first job selling bath fitter inside the mall. Like, what the fuck? I, 
I'm not telling these guys to be all flashed out and be wearing suits up there like Jalen Rose when he came out in that red pinstripe shit when he got drafted in the 90s. Don't be doing that stupid shit, but... I mean, you don't have to go and buy the first thing you see at the rack at the men's warehouse. Like, oh, you'll look good. I guarantee it. Like, fuck that shit. Like, dude, like, you're, you're going to be rich. Get a Tom Ford. Get something. I mean, I, I whatever. I don't know. It just cracked me up with the way these doofuses look. Now, then we got the second round. We'll blow through this one rather, too, rather quickly. Tyson Campbell, cornerback, Georgia, goes to Jacksonville. I don't really know who this fucker is. The Jets with Elijah Moore. All right, he's, he had a first-round grade. He's a legit wide receiver there out of Old Miss. You got Javante Williams running back to North Carolina. I think that's a good get for the Broncos. The kid was electric. He could move. Um, you got him in the second round. I think it's, it's great, right? You got Javon Holland. Don't know much about him. Safety out of Oregon. They play too late. By that shit, I'm already drunk and in bed. You got Landon Dickerson, right? Center out of Alabama. I think it's a probably, it's a good fit. Once again, Jalen Hurts, if he's going to be your guy, protect him, keep him upright. That's great. Then we got the New England Patriots, Christian Bolton, uh, Barrymore, defensive tackle out of Alabama. Probably good. Bill Belichick, you know, fucking uh, Nick Saban. Those guys are cut from the same cloth. They coached together. He was their D coordinator in Cleveland. Whatever. Fuck it. They got fucking best friend boners, turds. You got the Bears getting Trevin Jenkins, offensive tackle. I like that. Protect Justin Fields. Keep him upright. That's great. Falcons get Richie Grant. I don't know. UCF. I don't, I don't fucking know anybody at UCF. Detroit gets Levi. Also, with Rizuki. Ah, once again, don't know who that is. You know what I'm freaking going to do? I'm just going to go down and talk about which one of these things I actually like. I think Rondell Moore from Purdue to the Cardinals is going to be you know, we're going to see how it plays. He's speedy. He can run routes. He kind of slowed down a little bit last year. Definitely had a more breakout season the year prior. Uh, but I think he's, you know, he, he. we'll see. If he can get faster, he's a small guy. Um, very interesting. Cleveland Browns, what a fantastic pickup with Jeremiah Wosu-Koromora out of Notre Dame. I mean, yeah, he's a little undersized, but, man, the guy is quick. And also, with think about who they've got with Clowney. With Garrett on the other side, some fast, freaky edge rusher who can come in the middle, cover in space, isn't afraid to come and tackle. He He's Chris Spielman. He sees ball. He gets ball, right? Like, everyone's like, oh, undersized. Oh, he's got to work harder. Hey, don't tell me about the pain. Just show me the fucking baby, all right? Chris Spielman, that was his old comment right there, right? Don't, don't tell me about the pain. Show me the baby. This dude gets ball. He sees ball, tackles it. My Bengals, Jackson Carmen, offensive tackle out of Clemson. All right, this one first off. Kind of fucking hate this dude a little bit. He spurred Ohio State to go to Clemson saying, like, oh, it's because I hate hate I hate living in Ohio. Well, welcome back, motherfucker. I I don't know that he was the right guy. If you were going to go offensive tackle, uh, you know, in the second round, why didn't you just get the guy in the first and you could have you could have had, you know, a number of wide receivers. It wouldn't have been that bad. I mean, it's just, I don't know, whatever. We see a big run on a lot of offensive linemen. Uh, a couple of people. I'm, you know, Josh Myers from Ohio State who got drafted. Pete Warner to New Orleans. That's the most New Orleans move I've ever seen. I, I watched every game, and I thought Pete Warner was more than serviceable, but I didn't realize how great his stats were against the pass and covering guys out of the slot in the tight end position. I mean, look, the New Orleans Saints are the New Orleans Buckeyes. Pa- Sean Payton loves the people we put out. It's probably why they're always good. They're always in the mix of everything. So, I really don't see much, you know, much bad with that pick. But, we'll, you know, time will tell. But by all accounts, I mean, I don't know what team you're rooting for, but it was kind of crazy. And also, why they start this shit so late? Like, they want to talk about numbers. The best numbers, Ohio had the number one 
the number four and the number 10 viewing viewing ratings in the country in it. And you started this shit so late that it was like the last pick was like at one o'clock the next day. It was pathetic. I don't really understand why they do that shit, but whatever. It's all fucking above my pay grade, but good stuff, guys. Well, you look, I love you joining in, listening to the initial podcast here with me today. We're going to do another one next week. I don't know what it's going to be about. We're going to talk about whatever fucking shit's going the fuck on. We'll try to have a couple guests line up coming forward. A couple former pro athletes might be in tow. Um, but by pro, I mean, you know, rec league all-stars. So don't worry. You know, one time I was the leading game scorer in one game in the men's rec league. So, you know, I count in that game as well. So appreciate you tuning in once again. This has been Haters Below Par Podcast. I'm your host, Dick Nixon, signing off. Have a great day, jabronis.